0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Land Investing Online. Come unlock your potential freedom through land investing. Here at Land Investing Online, we teach students how to profitably buy and sell vacant land. This is the simplest, least competitive, and most profitable sector of real estate. To learn more, visit landinvestingonline.com. We even have a free Discord with tons of successful investors in it, including Ron and myself. Come learn from the best. Please subscribe to this video, podcast, Apple Podcast, YouTube. Spotify, whatever you guys are listening on. It drives this business forward and it means the world to Ron and I. As always, guys, I'm Daniel Apke, joined again by my brother and business partner, Ron Apke. Welcome back, Ron.
1: Hey, Dan. Good to be here.
0: Today, we're going to talk about competition in the land flipping space. But before we get into that, let's go over a question from one of our successful members. I just bought my first property. I think it was sell so around $50,000. I've talked with a few agents who agree on the list priced, but they all take 10% commission. Is that normal and what suggestions do you have?
1: Yeah, um 10% on $50,000 is pretty normal. I'm guessing honestly if you start to negotiate with them like you can get down to 8% or something. If you have one that you really if you want to use a realtor and you have one that you really prefer and like I would honestly maybe go to them first like listen I I'd, I'd like this at 8%. Of the, is there a possibility I have more land that I'm buying in this area? We can make this a long-term relationship. Um, you also have the option to post yourself. Like things will sell. If you're in a good area, things will sell on your own. If this is your first property, it's not a bad thing to learn how to sell land, whether it's on Facebook, land.com. Um, I know we've talked about selling quite a bit here recently, um, but it, it's really your choice. Like 10% is a normal amount. For fifty thousand dollars, I, I see a lot at eight percent as well around that. Uh, but if you're trying to get a really good realtor, if you feel good about one who's at ten percent, I don't think it's the uh, shouldn't be the end of the world.
0: Yeah, it's not worth negotiating down and kind of pissing them off. I don't think um, once you give them a few deals, maybe you can talk to them. Um, at yeah. first, if you have a good realtor and you're you're confident in their ability to sell, they're going to provide that two percent extra hopefully. Um, And then if they don't, just don't use them again. I mean, hopefully your margins are good enough to be able to afford this stuff and not worry about it too much. But let's get into the show. I think that answers it. Today, we're going to talk about, is there too much competition in the land flipping space? So by competition, is there too much competition? Let's talk about what too much competition would look like. What are people worried about when they're asking this question, Ron?
1: I think the number one thing people are worried about, like, what if I choose a county that someone else is mailing? What if I choose a county that someone else just mailed? Like, I think that's the main thing. Like, there's not really competition between mailing. I mean, I guess a little bit and people who are cold calling or doing text messaging, all that stuff. But mailing to mailing, I think that's when people get really worried about competition. So to define it, I think, Dan, is essentially choosing the same area and mailing the same area in a similar time frame as someone else.
0: Too much competition, you called it.
1: Did I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> competition. Um so staying on that then let's compare because as we know, some areas of real estate, we have a ton of people coming from house flipping, wholesalers. So let's talk about that a little bit because I, I personally know wholesaling business pretty well just from Not doing it myself, but we've bought some. I have friends that do it. I follow people on social media that do it. So I'm fairly versed in wholesaling um, houses. So I think let's talk about wholesaling houses as kind of the top level of competition because we have people coming from there saying they tried it, it didn't work, and they're coming to land flipping to try another one. And they end up being pretty successful if they're used to that wholesaling grind and they come here and they stay consistent with it. We see those students and members do pretty well. So we're gonna set the peak at wholesaling houses in hot... Markets is the most competitive form of real estate. We're going to say that, Ron. Um, so mm-hmm. let's compare that to land flipping right now. We just had an interview with um, Steve Hodgden, who is a deal funder and works with us pretty closely um, in the space. And he was just talking about at max, I think he said there would be a couple thousand. And of that couple thousand, a handful of people who are doing this actually very seriously um, versus like house flipping. Or I mean sorry, versus land flipping or house flipping there's hundreds or thousands and thousands i I couldn't even imagine how many house flipping or wholesalers there are out there on. I
1: would guess fifty thousand plus um are trying to house flip pretty consistently, so I mean it it's like it's night and day guys. they are different because land we're typically buying as is and selling, so houses you can put improvements and it that's options in land as well as putting improvements stuff like that um But uh, yeah, let's get into it, Dan. I I like this and it's a very, most of those 15 minute consultations we do, at some point someone asks this question, what if I choose an area to mail that someone else has already mailed or recently mailed? At the end of the day, guys, how I answer that question, Dan, I'll get into a little bit, is we don't need one deal out of every 100 mailers. We need one deal out of every 3,000, 4,000 mailers to and this is still an extremely profitable business. So you just gotta think that mailer's gotta hit, one person has to change their mind, decide to call you, then you gotta do the rest of the work. But uh, go on, Dan.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say, so one of the main differences between wholesaling houses and house flipping and those versus ours, because everyone's familiar with those and people coming in the land flipping space don't really know what it is generally. And that's because it's less saturated than those markets. It's a smaller niche, it's very niche. but I think the main difference is, and I always say this, one, we're actually buying the land. I know house flippers do buy the house typically as well, but wholesalers do not. So we're actually buying the land with our own cash or our partner's cash, and we're closing on it fairly quickly, which provides a lot of value. Um, and then two, people don't need their land. Um, it's not the shelter for their life. Like They have a family and they need a house. They need a roof to cover you know, basic survival needs. Um, so we're not offering to buy their house, which that does work and people are willing to sell, but people's land, especially when markets turn down like this, it's not a necessity. And I've said this hundreds and hundreds of times that their land is not a necessity. It's, um, whether they bought it to build a house on or recreational land, it's extra, right? It's not needed in their life. So when they need money, they need that $50,000 that, that we offered them to support their family, support their life for the year. Maybe they lost their job. Maybe they've never been there and just need some money. Maybe they're retiring, whatever it is. They don't need that. So that's when we come in, we send them an offer at the right time, hit them at the right price, and it's a numbers game, right? We'll get a certain percentage Mm -hmm. of people that respond in favor to our letters and want to sell. Um, So that's what I have to say. And then in terms of the saturation, I think like the more, even if it is saturated, which it's not, we'll get more into that. I think like we have a couple of different videos on different niche, niches and niches in the land flipping business. And the more knowledge and experience you have versus, you know, shotgunning someone who's new in the land space, we always tell them to shotgun mail out there, get it all over choose four different markets whatever throw mail out there see what comes back but as you get more and more experience you're going to master certain markets and become very very efficient in buying and selling land in that area you can offer more because you know the area you're getting referrals you have a buyer's list you have good realtors you can really start to master a market which will really help you stand out um versus then someone comes into your market say you're in a very small town outside of phoenix arizona and you're buying all these different properties and subdivision lots and all this different stuff in Phoenix, someone random like me comes from Cincinnati, Ohio and sends out letter at general 30%. They've already bought and sold to you those lots. Like you're there, you have realtors on the ground, you're familiar with the area, you've targeted those, you've whatever followed up. Um, so I think mastering a market really helps with, with this as well for few, fu- for the future.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. That's a good point, Dan. And like you said, to start, um, as the economy gets worse people have less money people lose jobs a hundred percent like it's a no-brainer honestly like I'm going to sell my land to this whatever whoever just sent me this letter and it's a timing thing like it really does matter I could mail the same place as someone else two weeks later and I could get a deal that they didn't get maybe my price is a little better and maybe they just opened the letter at the right time and they threw away the previous one so there's so many different things with that but like you said i i really i really our niche videos do really well when people are very interested in different niches and i love niches and i love that because i do think that's part part of it is the future of it and it doesn't necessarily have to be adding a septic system or putting a mobile home on land it could just be like Dan said, is knowing an area better than everyone else. There are people who do this business in a single county for five years where they don't do a different county. They, I'm We're in Hamilton County, Ohio. So they stay in Hamilton County, Ohio, do this with land, not with houses, do this with the land for five plus years with one county and make a living just doing that. So that's the potential with land, Dan. And At the end of the day, like we're so far from being that the difference, it's night and day, like you said, between house wholesaling, house flipping, and land uh, in terms of competition. Most people who come into this business have no idea what this business is, even Um, opposed to everyone who goes into house flipping, sees things on HGTV, like that's house flipping right there. And they all already obviously know what it is. So we're so far behind, right? In a good way, so far behind houses. Um, in the land game. Yeah.
0: And I think a lot of people come in and like they get scared if two people mail the same area. And this is one of the reasons why I push testing out different markets. Like people see what we're doing and see our live calls, which we do every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time live calls. We go over people's deals. Hop on that if you guys haven't yet. It's a lot of good information. But they'll see us go over a property in, um, Nevada or uh, Arizona or whatever, Oklahoma. And people start hitting these same areas that we're going over and they see other people doing it and they see that's working. So they're hitting these same exact areas and that builds up the saturation, which is not, they're still getting deals. Like one of the most saturated places I thought for a little bit was Tennessee. We just had, we just deal funded in the last six months a few really, really, really good Tennessee deals where we're making a lot of money. Like it's still possible in those, Quote unquote saturated markets. Uh, But that's why I say, like, there's so much land, so many states, so many counties in the U.S. Think of all these counties or states we haven't even talked about, Ron. Like, has anyone, and then think of, I had a guy from Puerto Rico come and I think he's buying, he bought the course and he's doing it in Puerto Rico. Like, there's so many different opportunities for land flipping. I, we haven't even, barely broke through the ground right now on what the potential is. Like we're at such an infant stage still. I think there's going to be so many different ways this business evolves and we're very early. It is not saturated at all. If you guys are worried about that, but let's talk about what happens when two people mail the same area. So maybe um, Joe Bob gets a mail in Hamilton County, Ohio for his five acres. And then a week later he gets another piece of mail from another company. Ron, let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, everyone acts like it's just like whoever gets the mail like whichever offer he likes the most is going to uh automatically get the deal like it's not like that he is most likely going to call both people and it is it's whoever's better like it really is like not saying it's direct competition with the other person dan but someone's business is going to shine through whether it's mine and daniel's if we had separate businesses um, and I didn't answer the phone. I didn't like uh, give him trust that the deal was actually going to happen. And Daniel did answer the phone every time Joe Bob called. Daniel did uh, ensure him like how the process is going to work. He told you the title company he's going to use, he told you the number of deals. Like he gives you the title company's information so he can call and confirm, like, Daniel's a good guy. You're going to get paid. Like he, we do this all the time for him. Things like that in the business and just having your systems, right? is what's going to help you grow and what's going to get you those deals in markets where maybe someone has received a few letters. It's going to happen. I'm not going to tell you you're going to mail somewhere that no one else has mailed and that's never going to happen. It's going to happen. What differentiates it is answering the phone, being responsive to them, uh, knowing the market well enough where you can give them a fair price. Not saying, like I said, it's not like direct competition with this other person um, but it's someone who wants to sell their land and you got to ensure them that you're going to make the deal happen. The hesitation is what I see with a lot of new people who lose deals, Dan is hesitation. They're not sure they tell them I got to do due diligence for a week and then I got to maybe see this and then it's three weeks down the line and title hasn't started anything. Yeah, And
0: even when multiple people like if it's one week later, yes, that's going to be more competitive. And if that person's looking to sell, they got that and they're considering both companies now. But a lot of times, like, it's months and months later or something, you know. It's not necessarily one week later, maybe they three months later. And like we've seen it happen so many times. We remail our counties a lot. The good counties we have, we'll remail and we will get deals back from them from the same exact county, similar pricing. It's just a touch point, right? We're remailing them a second time. Different people have different life situations wanting to go on. So that person who didn't want to sell two months ago wants to sell now because they lost their job or they thought about it for a while and they don't use it. So they're sick of paying tax or they got their tax bill, whatever that situation is, guys, that's, it. it they come and go, right? Someone's life is completely different for a few months ago than what it is now at times, you know, life does move. Things mm-hmm. do happen quick a lot of times. Um, and I think of my life where I was six months ago versus now, and so many things have changed. So I just think of like, that in terms of the landowner they're in different situations so you got to hit them it's a timing and a percentage things do not dwell on this guys if you guys are in a situation where you've mailed a county where they called you and they're like wow i've had three letters in the last month or something like that don't dwell on it don't worry about it pick a new county and market get creative and just move on because there's so many counties we hit where they have been untouched or touched a long, long time ago or whatever the situation is, we are acquiring properties like crazy guys. And so are our members. I just really think you can't get stuck with this. If it happens, it happens, move on, pick another spot, get creative. And the deals will come either way. I promise you guys. Um, But I guess the biggest thing we need to talk about then, Ron, so First off, ha- I guess we've answered this, but in the last 12 months, yes or no, have we seen saturation? I'd say no.
1: No, I don't think so. I think we can a- acquire just, there's different areas, but we can acquire just as efficiently um, and make just, I, I, our, our dollars per mailer that we make is the same as it was 12 months ago. We make about $5 for every mailer, which is almost 10X. So our mail costs 60 cents. We're bringing in five dollars for every mailer, so and that hasn't changed over twelve months.
0: And that's a profit, Ron.
1: Uh, so yeah, that four forty of profit per mailer, essentially. So sixty cents cost, and we get so five dollars. So we're
0: back. on profit because you got to be careful. Because
1: so we send we send thirty thousand mailers. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have one hundred fifty thousand. Am, am I wrong on that? No. So what I'm saying thirty no five dollars five dollars per mailer. So we we send thirty thousand mailers. It costs sixteen thousand dollars of mail or, uh, of cost for mail, we're going to get 30,000 times five, um, about $150,000 back, which is 120, and that's a profit. profit. I,
0: be careful what you say. Cause uh, people who aren't familiar with the industry, the 10 X rule with marketing, you want to, you want your revenue to be 10 times more. So every dollar you spend on marketing, you want 10 X of revenue. So $10, that's like a general rule of thumb. So he's, the,
1: yeah, that's what it is, Dan. 60, 60 cents and we get $5 back. Of, so that's just a little less. Of huh? profit. Yeah, Yeah. that's
0: what Correct. I'm saying. Um, So he's talking profit, oh, so guys. When you when we say 10x with marketing, if you guys know marketing or anything, that's on revenue. We're getting 10x profit back. So revenue wise, we're getting 20 or 25 or 18 to 25x. Um, just to give you guys a heads up on that, so you're not confused. That is profit we're talking about. So that's our cost. That's our cost of goods sold and what we sell it as, and our gross profit at the bottom. That's that number, Ron's talking about, which is just grossly profitable of a business. Um, and the main thing is guys, but yeah, what
1: to answer that question, yeah, we haven't se- we haven't seen saturation in the last we months We haven't seen saturation. Go on,
0: mail is extremely profitable. We are looking at other ways to market. I have it on my list. It honestly keeps bumping down in my priority on my list to look at these different texting and cold calling because our mail, like Ron said, we're getting 10x profit, 20x returns on our revenue. So if it's working, I mean, I want to diversify and make sure things are going to consistently, I want other ways to market and stuff, but it's just working so efficiently with the way we're mailing that it's not like one of my biggest priorities right now. It's still on my list. I'm still going to have some, something coming for you guys on that. But the main thing is guys, providing value to all sides. And I think by niching down or staying in certain markets or really mastering your land flipping game, like if you're providing value, any business there's competition going to be coming and going. At the end of the day, this is a business. Right. So you have to, you know, stay consistent and do things other people aren't really doing and really just stay consistent. Look at it like a business. It's not some, I don't know. I, Ron and I really like to look at this as a, a legitimate, sustainable business. So as long as you keep on providing more and more value to everyone, that's going to last you a long time. It's going to be here for a long time. Whether saturation comes and goes, those people that are providing that value are going to stay here throughout the thick and thin.
1: Yep. I a hundred percent agree. I honestly don't have that much to add on this topic. Like I said, it's a very common fear concern going into the business. I'm not going to make you guys a guarantee that if you come in and spend $10,000 on mail, you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars or $50,000. Like that's not, you have to operate. Like that is a thing. Like it's not just sending mail. There's so much more. And if you guys haven't listened to Lori's interview, Lori Phillips, who we had on, like she talks about like, there's so much more things that happen in this business than just sending mail and just answering the phone. Like you need to have an operation. You need to build a business. Um, and as comp- if competition does go up and there'll be more people who enter the game, there'll be people who exit the game though as well. And as com- if competition does go up, like your business is what's going to shine through. Our business is what's going to shine through and that's what's going to keep making us money. Um, opposed to just being one person or you can be one person, but it has to be a systemized operation, I think.
0: Yep, exactly. That's all I have as well. I hope hope that answers your guys' question. We get that a lot. So if you guys have questions or comments, drop them in the comment box on YouTube. Other than that, guys, thank you for joining. To get started and to unlock your potential freedom, visit LandInvestingOnline.com. We even have a free Discord where Ron and I are very involved. Please subscribe and like this YouTube channel, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you guys are listening on. really means a lot to us, guys. As always, thank you so much for joining. See you next episode.
1: Thanks, guys.